Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Siri. Before we jump into this, I want you to know that I appreciate you and your support. And now that I've given you a compliment, I hope you feel obligated, due to the rule of reciprocity, to give this podcast a five-star rating on whatever platform you happen to be tuning in on. So last week we took a little look into the winter blues and some of the ways that we can combat them using supplements, exercise, sunshine, and overall just logic to power our way through it. Today we're going to look at a topic that has actually come up a couple times before, but I don't believe there was an entire episode that focuses on this quirk of being left of normal. That quirk is the idea that those who are on the autism spectrum wheel are rude. So I'll start out with a little short story on why this is a topic of choice for this week, and then relay a number of times that I can remember where normies called me rude or inconsiderate or arrogant, etc., etc., and so on and so forth. I'll look through and try to determine what was going on and why I came across that way or why they interpreted it that way. And then we can see what can be done to help others understand what's actually going on. But I will, uh, I do want to preface this, that saying of all the labels, of all the look-down-ons and misunderstandings between left of normals and normies, this one actually confuses me the most. My entire life, I've always considered other people first, put them before myself, and I've tried to live a life of love and compassion and joy. So to be repeatedly told that I was essentially the opposite of that, it's really quite confusing. Now, a few days ago, we gathered for the holidays, and I was minding my business, munching on some appetizers, and one of the guests came up to me and asked, how's it going? Now, the issue isn't with the vague small talk question, uh, but really, if you ask me, how's it going, you're going to get a one-word answer. You need to be a bit more specific than that. The issue was, in part, that this person is a close talker, and when people get too close, I really can't focus much on what's being said. All I know is that there's way too much stimulation for me to really pay any attention to the words. And then the other issue is that 90% of the conversations with this person revolve around the phrase of, how's it going? Really nothing ever gets said. So I answered with the obligatory good, just having a snack here. And then a few minutes later, there was a very sarcastic, well, thanks for being so conversational. To which I was a bit confused, thinking, okay, I wasn't really being conversational, and I never am. I don't know why my lack of conversation made any sort of difference today. So anyway, there was a, a some interaction later around the design of the house. I mentioned something about a box of crackers laying on the floor, which was met with the sarcastic comment of how, quote, my redneck crackers aren't good enough for you and your cliff bars, 
which I didn't fully hear it, and I didn't quite catch the sarcasm again, so I just basically ignored the comment as I had no idea what cliff bars had to do with anything. So eventually everyone was in, in the kitchen chatting, and I found a relatively safe place in the corner of the living room, away from everyone, where I could just be in defensive mode and get through the evening. Now, the family member's house where we had chosen to gather is not a bad place. There's nothing wrong with it. And it actually took me a number of years to realize why I'm so uncomfortable there. And I finally discovered it's because I'm always on edge. I always have to be alert, and I don't fully relax. And so, since I'm focusing so much energy on being alert and making it through the day or the evening, I don't generally have a lot of energy to focus on conversations and interactions. So I normally I put in as much as possible and then retreat to a chair in the corner of the living room and allow everyone else to chat and do whatever it is that normies do in groups like that. As I'm minding my business over there, the individual to whom I was so incredibly rude was leaving for the evening. He calls out, Merry Christmas. We all say, Merry Christmas, have a good night, whatever else. And he looks over and says, Thanks, Scott, I mean it. It's like, oh, okay. I said, You're welcome, Merry Christmas. And that was met with, No, really, I mean it. Thanks. And so I said, I I know, and I, I said, You're welcome. Well, apparently there was sarcasm that, again, I missed in there. Because I really had no idea that thank you actually meant you're an ass. And then I picked up on some muttering and cursing under his breath as he left. And then a few seconds later, he comes back in and said something to everyone in the kitchen. So I called him out on it and I said, hey, if you have a problem with me, you can feel free to address me about it. Well, that went into a big long rant about how I'm a snob. I'm super stuck up and how he tried to have a conversation with me and I just didn't engage in it. I pointed out the fact that I'm sitting in the corner of the living room alone. I don't have conversations with anybody. There was another big long rant filled with many F-bombs and most of which I heard none of because I'm trying to figure out what did I do wrong by sitting in the corner by myself. Now over the next couple of days I, I was pondering this and I was considering it and obviously I could have made more conversation and engaged more but as I mentioned, when things are firing overtime, adding conversation and social interaction is difficult. And it's much easier just to cut that out, cut that aspect out, and have one less thing to worry about. But then I was looking back, and most of these accusations of being rude happened in previous jobs. So I'm trying to think of when, when all these things happened, what was going on, what was I doing that I was being so incredibly rude? And most of them that I remember were in the last 20-ish years. I'm sure there were numerous instances during my high school and middle school years where I just didn't catch on to it because I was even more oblivious to the sarcasm and how people were acting towards me and around me. But there was a, a number of these. Let me relay a couple of these little stories here. I walked into the office one time when I was working for a financial advisor. 
middle of the week, walking in as I had done hundreds of times before. I dropped my lunch into the fridge and then headed towards my office. And I was called out by a coworker who said, do you have a problem with saying good morning to me? I see this person every morning, five days a week. I saw them the day before and I will see, would be seeing them the next day as well. Why do I need to acknowledge every morning with a good morning? And besides that, she didn't say good morning to me, so couldn't the same question be asked of her? I said no, and I said good morning, and slunk off to my office, and started going in the back door after that. No, no sense in uh, risking confrontation like that again. There's another instance when I was working for the Boys and Girls Ranch. I was rarely in the office, uh, and when I was, it was usually to drop off car keys or pick up files or whatever, but my job was to spend time with the kids in the program out in the community and work on their treatment plans. My first review, maybe six months or 12 months in, I don't really remember exactly when it happened, included a note that I was rude to my coworkers. And I thought to myself, I don't even see my coworkers. How can I be rude to them? So I asked my supervisor what that note was all about and how was I rude? And he said that there was feedback that sometimes they would say hello or good morning to me and I would just straight up not acknowledge them. I just ignore them. And I still don't have any recollection of anyone ever saying hello to me or if they did I know I always responded and so I'd say it's really not a matter of me being rude to them and not saying hello uh, it was them being not loud enough to actually get my attention so another time I was at home an acquaintance was visiting the neighbor across the street. I was in the front yard working on something, and this acquaintance looks over and says, Hello, Scott. I look up, I give a small wave, and I say, Hey. And then I turn back to work on whatever it is I happen to be doing. That person, who I know at least saw me wave because he was looking right at me, stares for half a minute and then says, I said hello, Scott. No joy or excitement in his voice this time. There wasn't much to begin with, but now I could tell he was quite irritated with me. So I kind of look around, unsure what's actually going on, and I say, yeah, I know, and I, I said hello back. So I, and then he apologized and said, oh, I, I guess I didn't hear you. But I, I don't know if there was more to this. Maybe there's some unwritten normies rule that I'm supposed to stop everything and go have a little small talk dance with him. So I don't know what exactly happened there because we did the customary hi, hi, and then you go about your way because I was busy. I was like working on sprinklers or something. Uh, there have been other bosses over the years that tried to force me into their mold for chatting and felt that I was rude when I didn't. Other acquaintances and friends who have become irritated with my stuck-uppedness and my arrogant demeanor. 
even when I choose not to participate in activities that I know would not jive with my mental health, instead of accepting my refusal, it's said that I'm too good to participate. Really, it's not that. It's that I would find no joy in that activity. In fact, generally when I turn something down, it's I would find negative joy in it, and I'm just choosing not to go there. So I could go on and on about times when people are irritated or downright mad at me because I'm so rude, snobbish, snuck up, or arrogant. But let's get to the takeaway. What to look out for in left-of-normal adults and children who sometimes, maybe quite often, come across as rude. First of all, the biggest, important, most important factor to remember is that we're generally not being rude. Now, there are times when people are stupid and we have to just kind of put them in place and be rude. But for the most part, if you ask a question, we will give a logical and complete response. So if you ask, what's up? And while I'm eating a snack, I will say, I'm eating a snack. If you say, how's work? I will say, going well or the usual, same old. If you want more answers or more complete answers, I'm sorry, but you'll have to ask some more pointed questions. Ask my opinion on something, or ask about something you know I'm interested in. Just don't get ask weird, vague, and open-ended questions that I can usually answer with a yes or a no. For example, my friend Sam Borboom is great at avoiding the stupid small talk dance. Even if we haven't seen each other for a bit, there's none of this, hey, how's it going? How's life? What's been happening? Instead, he'll ask questions of, do I have any meads or beers brewing at the moment? Or he'll come up with something that we've talked about in the past and see if it was resolved or if there's any other information that I know on the subject matter. In other words, he actually pays attention to what's going on in other people's lives, and he engages a conversation around what he already knows about those people. One thing I have noticed is that what's up or those how's it goings generally aren't uh, information gathering processes for most people. Most of the time, it's just a precursor, an obligatory question, so that the asker can then start talking about themselves. Something that I'm not good at prying into, because if you ask me what's up, I almost will never say what's up back, because I don't really care. Now, whenever a left-of-normal person is in a new, rare, or uncomfortable situation a lot of us will just draw away. We are, at this point, we are engaging in a bit of self-preservation, and it really has nothing to do with anyone else. So if we're withdrawn, it's generally not a time to get after us about how rude we are and how we're being super disrespectful. It's a time that if you actually want to engage in a conversation, don't force us into the conversation with the entire group where most of the time we'll just sit there awkwardly wondering if we should say anything anyway, but instead follow Sam's lead and bring a small conversation to us. Finally, 99% of the time when I'm incredibly rude and stuck up and arrogant towards people, it's because I'm 
quite wrapped up in my own thoughts, and I don't hear you or really even see you, because generally I'm kind of looking down at the ground staring at my feet. Uh, This is especially true, let's say, if I'm walking into the office, trying to map out my day and making sure I'm doing all the things the right way, counting my steps as I go down the hall to make sure I take between 12 and 15 steps and don't accidentally falter and take too many steps going down the hall that I walk down every single day. In other words, I'm just keeping my head down and getting to work. So if a left-of-normal person doesn't respond immediately with an enthusiastic top of the morning to ya, it's probably that they're trying really hard to main control, maintain control, process all the stimulation around them, and just get by until they're in a safe place. For the left of normal children out there, if they are in your life, just understand they don't have all these experiences to fall back on. They don't know to look back through their file system of times when they experienced the same interaction and understand that one thing didn't work and so they should try something else or they don't understand what they need to mimic in that particular situation. For example, I know that from experience that if my wife if my wife comes to me and asks, "How's how does this dress look?" and it looks like a goblin threw up on her, I know I should say, "I love the color." instead of saying, it looks like a goblin threw up on you. As younger left-of-normals figure this out, and they figure out what's going on, they'll get better at it, but in the meantime, offer some simple guidance and some love to show what the normies are actually asking. I'll have to see if I can put together a chart or a list of what normies say versus what they actually mean. But for today, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right. And if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Please join the Facebook community. That's facebook.com slash leftofnormalcommunity. And feel free to ask any questions you have over there. It's a great place to interact. Remember that if I don't talk to you, it's probably because I don't want to talk and it has nothing to do with being rude to you. Of course, please share this with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.